Part 1 Introducing the Heroes Alan meditates on the navel. It was the month of June. The morning sun was emerging from the clouds, and Alan was walking slowly down a Paris street. He observed the young girls, who, every one of them, showed her naked navel between trousers belted very low and a t shirt cut very short. He was captivated, captivated and even disturbed. It was as if their seductive power no longer resided in their thighs, their buttocks, or their breasts, but in that small round hole located in the center of the body. This provoked him to reflect if a man, or an era, sees the center of female seductive power in the thighs, how to describe and define. The particularity of that erotic orientation. He improvised an answer. The length of the thighs is the metaphoric image of the long, fascinating road, which is why the thighs must be long, that leads to erotic achievement. Indeed, Alain said to himself, even in mid coitus, the length of the thighs endows woman with the romantic magic of the inaccessible. If a man, Or an era, sees the center of female seductive power in the buttocks, how to describe and define the particularity of that erotic orientation? He improvised an answer Brutality, high spirits, the shortest road to the goal, a goal all the more exciting for being double. If a man or an era sees the center of female seductive power in the breasts, How to describe and define the particularity of that erotic orientation? He improvised an answer. Sanctification of woman, the Virgin Mary suckling Jesus, the male sex on its knees before the noble mission of the female sex. But how to define the eroticism of a man or an era that sees female seductive power? As centered in the middle of the body, in the navel. Ramon strolls in the Luxembourg gardens. At about the same time as Alain was musing on the different sources of feminine seductiveness, Ramon was approaching the museum at the edge of the Luxembourg gardens, where for the past month Chagall paintings were on exhibit. He would have liked to see them. But he knew, in advance, that he would never have the stomach to willingly become part of that endless queue shuffling slowly toward the entrance. He looked at the people in line, their faces paralyzed by boredom. He pictured the galleries where their bodies and their chatter would obscure the paintings. And after a moment, he turned away and started down a path that crossed the park. There, the atmosphere was more agreeable. The human species seemed fewer and freer. Some were running, not because they were in a hurry, but because they liked to run. Some were sauntering along eating an ice cream. On the lawn among the trees, the disciples of some Asian practice were performing strange slow motions. Farther along, in an immense circle, Stood great white statues of the queens of France. And farther still, on the grass beneath the trees, here and there in every direction, 
stood sculptures of poets, painters, scientists. Ramon stopped in front of a sun-tanned, appealing adolescent, naked under his shorts, who was selling masks of the faces of Balzac, Berlioz, Hugo, Dumas. Ramon could not help smiling, and he continued his walk through the Garden of Geniuses, who, modest as they were, surrounded by the benign indifference of these strollers, must feel comfortably liberated for no one stopped to examine their faces or read the inscriptions on the pedestals. Ramon inhaled that indifference like a soothing calm. Gradually a slow, almost happy smile appeared on his face. <laughs>